Prologue, narrated and voiced by Farah Hannah and Grace Petrus. Early to the party, I'm the first one there. The steps up to the house are glistening in the moonlight from this evening's rain. I stare at them, at the gravel, at my shoes, waiting for our kindly host to let me in. Hi, you're here. Yeah. Um, I know you said eight, but I had some time to kill, so... Right, yeah. Can I... Oh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, come in! We walk to the kitchen. She puts her apron back on, pulls some pigs in a blanket out of the oven. It smells heavenly. The hors d'oeuvres, the cinnamon apple candles scattered throughout every room. Do you need any help? Nope, I got it. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I got it. I feel like I might have gone a little overboard with the dress here. (laughs) I mean, unless you're going to (laughs) change. No, I told everyone jeans were fine. Oh, I I guess I missed the memo. I try asking her about her day. Fine. And where she got all the food. Costco. And the other people coming. Same people that always come. You should have met them all before. I sense she's getting stressed. I excuse myself and smoke a cigarette outside. Some people are here. Jeremy and Sherry and their friend Charlie. She was right. I knew them from some other parties she threw. But I always got the feeling that Jeremy didn't like me. By the end of my cigarette, the house is filled, and I've nervously greeted everyone on their way up the door. There are a few sad pigs in a blanket left on the tray, and all the cinnamon apple candles have been blown out. No fires tonight. Everyone seems to know each other enough, and laughter resounds from the kitchen to the living room, up the stairs and out the front porch. Everyone is in jeans. Everyone has a drink in hand. Everyone's smiling as far as I can tell. What could possibly go wrong? Chapter 1 Narrated and voiced by Farah Hannah, Jeremy Raining, Daniel Latari, and Grace Petrus. Jeremy's on the couch. Sherry's leaning against the kitchen counter. Jeremy has an audience, eight people all hanging on to his every word. Sherry has only her wine glass. Jeremy is perched on the edge of the couch, pulling down the couch cushion with him. His knees are spread so that his seatmates on either side have to squeeze their legs together. But they don't mind. They dodge and duck their heads to avoid an arm to the face from Jeremy's passionate storytelling. They feel as though they're witnessing something big. Jeremy has a way of doing that, I've noticed, of making everything he does feel consequential. Charlie's one of the people who didn't get lucky enough to get a seat for Jeremy's performance. He has to stand, which I'm sure he's fine with. He has front row seats every other day of the week. Man, well, she was being a pussy-ass bitch as usual, so I had to fight it off myself. I just ran into it and tackled it, and she was just screaming her ass off. I got a pretty gnarly bruise from it too right there. 
Charlie isn't quite sure why Jeremy insists on talking about Sherry like that. He's very much in love with her. Okay, well maybe not in love, dependent on? Yeah, that's much more accurate. And while Jeremy's too busy pointing out this gnarly bruise, Charlie slips out from the circle drawn around him and he walks over to Sherry who hasn't moved. She's swirling the last sip of red in her glass. Hey. Without looking up, she gives a shaky. Hi. Charlie hesitates for a moment. What's wrong? Nothing, I'm all right. Are you sure? Yeah. But I wish you were having a good time. Finally looking up from her wine glass, Sherry motions Charlie to come a little closer put his head near hers just so she can say, You know, I've never really met someone like you. Charlie moves away, finding his heartbeat in his throat. He's drunk and he's wobbling and he's smiling so wide and he sees this as an opportunity. Sherry, I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't like how Jeremy talks to you. Yeah? Yeah, he thinks he can sit there and make everything about him and it makes you look bad or stupid or whatever, but I'm just not buying it. <laughs> Wow, my hero. No, I'm serious. You know he's only doing it because he knows you can do so much better than him. He's like compensating or something. Does he have a micro penis, Sherry? Is that what this is all about? Okay, Charlie, that's a little much, buddy. He does, right? And the only way to make up for it is to be a douchebag and talk shit. It's like he has to show off to a bunch of dumbasses who are just gonna eat up anything he says. But none of it really matters, Sherry. None of them know you like I do. You know, I've never really met someone like you. Just as Charlie had worked up the courage, or at least drunk enough of it, to tell Sherry how he feels about her, Jeremy sweeps in. Hey, I'm gonna steal away for a second. Just as he always does. Jeremy walks over into my surprise. Sherry puts her arm around his side. Thanks for listening to the first episode of Reimagined. Catch us next week for the second chapter of The Party by Andy Schaff.